The History Man with Terry Kringle. Hello. The Manx are a peaceable lot, by and large. Back in time, they could be accused of being too deferential and even submissive to those they saw as their betters, their English and Scottish rulers, and even Manx families who had done well for themselves as traders and landowners. But there came a time nearly 200 years ago when the so-called lower classes resorted to rioting, civil disorder and bloody violence. What woke them up was the cost of feeding themselves and their families at the most basic level. And, I'm happy to report, they pretty much won the day, bloody-minded or not. We now go back to the 1820s when restrictive practices by the island's great landowners were keeping bread and flour prices at artificially high levels. At the same time, the church was implacably imposing the tithe, its 10% tax on the simple produce of the land. The first outbreak of violence came in September 1821, and it happened, not surprisingly perhaps, at Peel, and the price of bread caused it. The people of the town lost their collective temper. Mobs rampaged through the streets and attacked the premises of flower dealers, plundering their stocks. Yeoman cavalry were turned out to restore order, but only six could be mustered. They were pelted with stones and had their sabres broken. But by now some rioters had been seized and hauled off to the courthouse. They included the ringleader, Thomas Shimin by name, and mayhem broke out. Shimin knocked down a crown witness, attacked police officers and the coroner of Glenfaber, punched the deemster, and it was alleged bit the high bailiff of Peel in the leg. Outside there were more mobs, and Shimin fought his way out of the building, and they helped him make his escape. But when Britain sent troops, the 29th Regiment of Foot to the island, order was properly restored. A legacy of bitterness remained, however, and there was more rioting in 1826, when Bishop Murray announced a new tithe on green crops. The countryside exploded in anger. Tithe collectors were attacked by mobs, but Bishop Murray unwisely refused to back down, and this led to a huge crowd armed with pitchforks and clubs marching on Bishop's court and threatening to burn it down. Murray and his terrified family fled with an escort of soldiers and took refuge in Douglas at the Castlemona Hotel. He had learned his lesson, and he withdrew his threat to impose a new tithe on green crops. It was not to be much longer before the tithe was absolutely, completely abolished. It had certainly overstayed its welcome, and the church had not understood the situation threatening. The Manx people had been seriously underestimated generally by all the authorities in the island, but the fact remained that the law had been broken. Some of the ringleaders were brought to court, but sympathy for them persuaded the jury to refuse to consider the death penalty. Only two men suffered the lesser sentence of transportation to Botany Bay. All these events sent out the message that the Manx people were not as docile as they used to be. Later in the 19th century, workers continued to fight for their rights, now by way of industrial action, and two general strikes in the 20th century in which they won the day hands down. A peaceable lot the Manx people may well be, but history has shown that they never lacked courage.